Welcome to the Grit and Grace podcast, where we take on life with a whole lot of grit and a little bit of grace. Don't need that really fancy, expensive camera, but you do need to learn how to use it. What a great tip. Because it is, it's always so hard, like when you're starting a business and you know this better than anybody, it's always feeling like there's always something you have to get or something you have to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes investing in that is, I like that you don't have to have the highest end of camera. You just need, you just need your, your creativity to figure it out. Not really just your one. Hey, welcome back. On today's episode, I have one of my faves. She is one of my online business management or VA clients turned friend, Sam Adler. Sam is a professionally trained pastry chef, Savor blog award winner, food photographer, and food blogger over on frostingandfettuccine.com. She graduated from Le Cordon Bleu's baking and pastry arts program in 2013. Probably butchered that. Sorry, Sam. (laughs) and started her baking blog as a place to share recipes, which quickly evolved into a love of food styling and photography and a new career. She and her recipes have been featured in numerous online and imprint publications, including Taste of Home magazine, Bake from Scratch magazine, Thrive magazine, and Savoir.com. Sam lives in Hollywood, Florida with her husband, two young kids, and French bulldog. When she's not baking and dancing in her kitchen, you can find her at her favorite yoga spot or sometimes yelling at Alexa. (laughs) Sam and I discuss what it's like going to pastry school, how she transformed from selling cakes from her home to her blog. She gives baking tips for us home bakers, like how to not burn another damn dessert. I know that's me. And how she elevated her brand and business and how it expanded from recipes, recipe development, food photography, and her food photography and styling courses. She even gives some advice for aspiring food photographers and how to reach out to brands. And as always, Sam and I have giggles even when we are discussing business and life of a quarantined wife, mother, and entrepreneur. So if you've been wanting to pick Sam's brain, that's exactly what I do. And I can't wait for you to hear all the things we chat about. How are you? Good. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, we I went camping last night. Oh, oh that's fun. Yeah, we that's took activity. Yeah, we took the trailer up the canyon and that's I told my husband because last minute he was like, oh, well, let's go up Thursday night. I'm like, well, I have a call on Friday morning. He's like, you can just drive down. Like, well, you could have rescheduled. (laughs) No, I was excited to get to talk to you. And honestly, Sam, this is like the most alone time I've had in like six weeks. (laughs) So I'm like... I'm going to take my sweet ass time getting back up there. <laughs> I hear you. Oh my God. How far away is it? Uh, it's only like 30 minutes. So it's not bad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's... But at least you have like that drive even by yourself. It's right. Like the drive cold. this morning was so nice. I'm like, it's so nice and quiet. Oh. I was driving my husband's truck and she's like a, a clutch, a stick shift. Oh yeah. So it was just, it was really enjoyable. Just, you know, me in the open road. Oh, that is nice. Windows down, music up. Yeah, it was great. So I'm like, yep, I think I'll go to Costco because I got to grab a few things. Yeah, I'm like, Take I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, I will. Take your I'm like, I got break in time. Yeah. Do some things this morning for work. And then when I leave. It's going to so, be great. It was a great reason too. So yes. So yeah. How are you? Um. Okay. Whatever, man. You know. You know, I, last night I went out also by myself, my, my weekly outing to get groceries, and it was like an, an hour of my time, and I also did the same 
thing where I was just like, I'm out. I'm not mm-hmm. coming home. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah, it's so nice. Aww. It's like so crazy that like that's what's turned into like our lives now, you know? I know. A thrill going it's to the really, grocery store. It's really insane. Like really insane. Sam, can you introduce yourself to my audience and kind of give a quick, who is Sam? Who is Sam? Hi, Who is Sam? Who is Sam? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, I am, I'm like, where do I start? Okay. I run a baking blog called frostingandfettuccine.com. Mm-hmm. I also teach food photography and food styling. Um, I live in South Florida and I have two littles. Um, and yeah, I run an online business with the help of Brittany. She's amazing. I Yay. love her so much. <laughs> um, the best. And yeah, so my business kind of started as a cake decorator and then I realized I didn't want to do all the physical work. Mm-hmm. So I kind of shifted everything online to a baking blog. And then after I realized I was pretty much doing everything wrong <laughs> on the blogging, I started to take it more seriously and then branched out into working with brands and shooting recipes for them or creating recipes for them. And that kind of evolved into like a food photography career, which then led into me teaching food photography. So it's been a wild like three years. I love it. So that's good. That yeah. is good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you, have you always loved to bake? Um, you know what? It's so funny. Like I'm not actually one of those people who like grew up and was like, oh, I baked with my grandmother and like she would teach me all the recipes. Like, no, like I got married when I was 21. I'm 34 now mm-hmm. and I was a baby and I didn't know what I was doing. And my mother-in-law at my bridal shower bought me this like package of, um, classes to in at a like a real like a food culinary institute and I was like oh that's so cool and people were like oh your mother-in-law doesn't know that you can doesn't think you can cook I'm like um I can't so (laughs) So this is great that's a good idea too yeah it was a really great gift that is a good gift I took like a bunch of classes and then after my gift card like ran out I was like oh wait I actually kind of really like this so I just kind of continued um, and continued. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe I could actually do this. So I was taking recreational classes and then it kind of turned into me enrolling in pastry school. And then, yeah, I had like a little baby at home and I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) I can't be a stay-at-home mom. He was nine months old and I was like, I'm doing it. Bye. And I left and it was classes every day from 10 to two, Mm -hmm. hired a babysitter um, and now he's eight. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And then yeah. from there you had made a baking business out of your home after you had graduated from pastry school. Yes. So I started a little bit before pastry school and okay. then I went to school and I did that throughout the year. It was a year long program. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the, the program, you have to work for some, like an externship somewhere. Okay. And so I worked at a cake decorating store um, near my house for three months. Uh-huh. Um, it was like, not like a paid job. It was just like for like experience. And yeah. then I kind of just went home. They were like, Oh, we really want to hire you, but we can't pay you. Will you work for free? And I'm like, Mm, no. <laughs> no. Like, no I in true Sam free. fashion. Like, thank you so much for the offer. Yeah. <laughs> Work for no for no money. <laughs> no Thanks. Um, they're like, we really like you, but like we can't pay you. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that sucks for you. <laughs> um, so then I kind of just did my own thing and I sold cakes from my house for five years. I did birthday parties. 
I, but like the hard part was that it's a very weekend job. So yeah. like I would be up to like three o'clock in the morning, Friday night for us, uh, Saturday nights and working really, really long hours on Sundays just to get someone to like pick up a cake. And I, after like a few years, I was like, Oh my God, like working eight hours on a cake and then getting paid two fifty for the cake. I'm like, this, this is not like, not this is not enough. a, yeah. It's like, it, I guess if it was like the passion was still there mm -hmm. then like it would make sense, but it didn't make sense anymore because I just didn't yeah. love it as much anymore. So I was like, how can I like shift this somewhere else where I'm not really trading so much physical work for money. Mm -hmm. So instead of now I tell people, cause a lot of people don't really get what I do. Um, I tell people instead of selling my cakes, I now sell my recipes. So it's like I kind like of like a that. different way of like, yeah, think. sharing your gift. Oh yes. All my gifts. <laughs> All your gifts. All my gifts. <laughs> In the form of food. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But now I like it because I don't, I can, I'm set my own hours. I don't have to work crazy nights and weekends if I don't want to. I don't have to, it's not like a weekend job. So it's like yeah. not necessarily a nine to five. It's, but it's something that I can do whenever I want. So like, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I think a lot of us too, when we think of, oh, like I'm going to work for myself and I have this big idea. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're working way longer than you thought you would. And it's kind of besides yeah. the point of why you decided to work for yourself. Like now you yeah. don't have the time you thought you would have or be actually with your kids and be yeah. happy. Like I can't even tell you how many times I would like cover a cake with like fondant and then like something happened and I had to like take off Ugh. the entire thing and like ugh, it just like wasn't exciting anymore it wasn't like it was just so stressful it's like so incredibly stressful and I'm like no thanks I'm done <laughs> Ooh, that would be yeah. so stressful was pastry school when I think of like culinary school and pastry school I think of like when I see on tv when they're just like yelling at everybody <laughs> was it a calm environment but pastry makes so me think maybe it'd be a little more calm Right. So the way it worked is because it was an accelerated program. It wasn't like mm -hmm. a four-year college or a two-year. Okay. It was a one-year program. It was every six weeks we changed um, classes. So like the first six weeks was like learning the culinary basics and like knife skills and stuff like that. And then we switched to sanitary, I mean, sanitizations and like getting your certification to work in a kitchen or something mm -hmm. like that, which expired a while ago, but like, it's fine. I don't work in restaurants. <laughs> um, but like anybody who works in a restaurant has to pass this like test. Oh. So who's cooking in there? You have to have like, it's called serve safe. So you have to be certified that through like um, sanitation so that you're not like picking up raw chicken and then like putting it on your face, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so every six weeks we went through stuff like that and then it got into like the pastries and stuff. So every six weeks we had a new instructor. Oh. And so it depended on who your instructor nice. was, a chef instructor. So some were really great. And then yeah. some were like total like assholes. Like yeah, you're just like, like, Oh my God, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> you're the worst um and then the yeah I remember there was one chef chef Juan he was just like not nice he was just like not a nice dude and we're all like what is wrong with you like yeah. just like get it together like if you don't like being here just like go somewhere else like yeah, yeah. so it's it, it was it was fun um in a sense where like 
you know, you get to meet people and you do things and you're learning new things and everything, but it, it's not as, it's not like high stress or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, you get out of it what you put in. So the more you're going to show up and the more you're going to learn and the, the better you're going to like study. We had tests, we had like math tests and stuff oh. like that, where we had to do like equivalency. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like conversions and like ounces, grams, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was like really school. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you to work. What's like your yeah. favorite pastry you've made that's just not something you would just make at home, like something uh-huh. super fancy? Oh, I guess like sponge sugar is really fun to make. It's really dangerous because oh. it's just really, really hot, but it's basically making caramel uh-huh. and then taking like a spoon or taking like something and you're lifting up the caramel and you're just like drizzling it everywhere and then yeah. it turns, you let it dry and it turns into this like ball of like straw looking like sugar and it's just so cool and it's just like a couple ingredients but like the technique is what you need and you have to be super careful because touching hot caramel there's like no burn like that (laughs) and it doesn't come off it sticks oh yeah that's true like run it underwater because the water makes it stick and so you're just basically screwed if you're supposed to get that and that would be my first instinct too like water and then it's just stuck Exactly. Oh, well, my first is like, I want to touch it. And then you touch yeah. it, like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just can't help it. That's yeah, crazy. I've never done that at home because it's just too dangerous. But yeah, it's really fun. And like some of the chefs who are very talented would make like these crazy like sugar sculptures. Like one was like making a lobster. It was like the crazy, it was like crazy stuff. So it was like cool. That's it was cool. very like artsy, which was very cool. But I would never try that at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be making that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, no. We make, no. um, toffee like my what would it be my husband's grandma's toffee for Uh Christmas yeah and the first year I like nailed it and I was like this is easy because same thing it's like like just minimal ingredients yeah but it's something fun and different so we'd make it for the kids teachers (laughs) and the first year I nailed it I'm like this is great and then the last two years I seriously the year before last I went to the store like five times to keep buying butter like and I just I can't lose but I keep (laughs) losing (laughs) And then, yeah, I get it. It makes me so mad. I'm like, the first year it was so easy, and then it, now it's just not. And then my in-laws came over this last year, and I was like, we like we kind of did it. It wasn't our best, and it was her mom's recipe. So I was like, oh no, you know, worried that she was. <laughs> that I totally, totally jacked it up. But they were nice and they ate it, but it wasn't the best. I'm like, oh. this is so great, Brittany. I'm so happy you made it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for passing the tradition down. I'm like, now all my kids are going to think passing it down to their kids. I can just see them telling the story. Like, yeah, we used to make this with grandma and she would always get so frustrated and flustered. I'm just afraid they're going to have like the wrong vision that I want them to have. Right, always... down the toffee anxiety. Yeah, the toffee anxiety. So funny. I, I try, but it's not my best. The struggle is real with sugar. Let me tell you. Well, the that makes me feel real. better. It's scary to make. I'm going to get it this year for sure. You're going to do it. I'm going to do I'm gonna it. I'm going to make sure you do it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to ask like how, do, <laughs> when do I do it? Cause a lot of, it's like, it and it's like the coloring too. You got to pull it just right. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, over, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's so annoying. I hate it. That's and then stuff first, I never make at home. And then you're yeah. like, let's make this with the kids. So that's like the added factor of them behind you just chipping mm-hmm. away. I can't. It oh stresses God. me no. out already. 
Can you tell Like me? 10 out of 10, I do not recommend baking with children at home. <laughs> me either. It's the worst. Well, and like being with you, we see, they'll like come up behind me and they'll be like, ooh, what did Sam make today? Ooh, let's make those cookies. Let's make this. So you've almost <laughs> feeded the fire. Um, wow, I've never really baked sorry. so much between seeing all of Sam's delicious creations and then being in quarantine. Oh, it's yeah. been quite the combination. And oh, every time God. I do it, yeah. I have no idea what why I do this oh my god baking totally. is not my strong suit because like I was telling you I have a hard time following directions which is funny because <laughs> I'm kind of like type a and you would think like I would be very strict with it but I just like I have to rebel again I just oh it needs god. a little dash of something else or this yes you need to make it your own yeah exactly what did we call it I don't remember we called it something rebellious baking yeah rebellious baking I was like finally I have a name you have a name make Uh, a blog (laughs) yeah (laughs) in all my (laughs) spare time please one more thing yes in your abundance of time that you have right now that I have what tips do you have for home bakers for someone that's dabbling in that's not that great or always burn something hi I always burn stuff (laughs) Okay, so I would say that put an oven thermometer in your oven because oh, okay. it's not always going to tell you, like, it could be off, like, it could be calibrated off. So, okay. like, if a recipe tells you to bake it on 350 and you put yours on 350, but it really is 325, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the same results. I feel so like that, that's my problem. Try it. Oh, my God, try it. That's a good it tip. Happens. I didn't know you could yeah. do that. Just don't touch it when you're... You know, yeah, <laughs> getting <laughs> stuff out. You know what I did last week or two oh, no. weeks ago? I have a French door double oven. Yeah. So the top looks like a French door. Uh-huh. Um. So you basically pull it, so you don't have to like bend down or like reach in because it's like opening a closet door, or opening a door or anything. Yeah. And there was a baking pan in there, and what happens is you can basically close so there's two handles but you only need to hold one to open and close it so I had one hand on the handle and then another hand on the baking sheet but the baking the the baking sheet wasn't pull wasn't in completely into the oven and the door started closing and it like hit the baking sheet and like knocked my chin and then I had scar I think maybe you saw it on Instagram yes I did I I was wondering yeah, I was wondering how you get a baking star yeah. <laughs> under really your chin. A special, special moment in my life where I burn myself all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely put an oven thermometer in there and I would definitely, baking is like a science. So you have to kind of, I'm sorry, I follow know. the recipe. I know. <laughs> after all these so years, I've learned. Hard. Yeah. Usually with things like toppings that you're like adding in like cookies, brownies, things like that, you can always just like throw something in, but like, like, you know, as a topping, but like the, like the essence of the recipe. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Okay. Follow directions. (laughs) Yeah. It always turns out better when I'm letting Cooper, my oldest, like measure. Cause right. Like you said, it's math and science all the same time. And it always turns out better when he's being very, what, what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a baking fail. No, not at all. Also, some people don't like, you know, like there's also really like the right way to measure things. So like, instead of just like taking your measuring scoop and like scooping it into like the flour, you're supposed to like take a spoon and like spoon your flour into the measuring Mm. cup because like then it might like change the percentages of your, like how much flour you have in there. And like, it's so annoying. It's like a lot of times I don't do it, but 
I think if you're a beginner or you're someone who's not so familiar with banking, like that's the kind of the right way to do it. So you just need to take that extra step to make sure that you come out with like a successful baked product. But it's annoying. (laughs) It's annoying. annoying. One more person telling you what to do. (laughs) I'm like, we'll follow Sam's because I trust Sam, but. It's about where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. So when did you start your blog in 2017? Or yeah. You started May. it before. Yeah. Oh my God. It's May. May 2017. It's going May. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's my blog anniversary soon. It is. Oh my God. It's my blog anniversary in like two weeks. We need to celebrate. Blog anniversary. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Look at that. That's fun. That is fun. So I'm going to throw like a big party and just invite so many people. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's invited. Will anybody show up? No. Uh, no. No. Um, yeah. I can't believe it. Wow. It's going to be May. It's oh going to be May. Wait, I have a question. Were you an NSYNC fan or a Backstreet Boys fan? Okay. I was Oh, like this could make or break our friendship. Both. Oh, I you were. both. You were? both. Yes, you I couldn't was decide. I couldn't decide. It was like boy band, like like crazy. My first, I'm telling you, I firstly like I was first into Backstreet Boys. I was into them more, mm-hmm. but I also liked NSYNC. So, but you also liked NSYNC. I was yeah. NSYNC hardcore, and JT like. And JT. Just from little. He was like one of my first crushes, you know? And my dad took me to their concert. (gasps) And my dad being my dad, he's just like, he's willing to just talk to people and get to know people. So we were down on the floor and it was me and my dad and he's like one of my best friends anyway. So we're like at NSYNC and my poor dad's with like all these other girls just (laughs) squilling for like like, them shaking their butts to their song and everything. And I'm like 11 and freaking out. And he talked to one of the, the security guards and they ended up taking me all the way up to the front shut up no shut up and justin got down on his knee and sang to me like <gasps> oh my god i know one of those i'm one of oh those we god. have a bond oh my I god know. wow so cool. that is really special yeah, oh so, my god and oh sing through i would through. think about that every day and i did wow. and as like an 11 year old girl i held on to that <laughs> I didn't need anybody um, else. I would still be thinking about yeah, that. I do every okay. once in a while. God, that's so exciting. It oh my is. God. Yeah, so my it's dad like just like... before cell phones. Could you imagine if you had a cell phone when that no, was happening? No, because I remember then that my dad had brought his camera, but they were, and like, we couldn't take pictures. They Back then they were like, no pictures, no pictures. And now it's like, everyone has their cell phone out and it's all over oh social media. God. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's and amazing. I Googled vintage concert t-shirts. And the same exact <laughs> concert t-shirt I bought at that concert came up as a vintage <laughs> concert t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, I am oh vintage. God, that's hilarious. Yeah. We are vintage edition. Oh my we God. are. Yeah, that's hilarious. So yeah. So when I wow. saw you were posted. That's really special. It is special. I thought you would enjoy that because you enjoy concerts. and. I do. Justin. I do. So it's May and it's your blog anniversary coming up. Oh my God. So you started in 2017 and you yeah. said you started off with everything wrong. Yes. Basically, I was like, "Oh, I don't, you know, I'm just going to put my recipes on my site because so many of my friends were asking me for recipes and like this is a thing and like I'm just going to like, you know, la di da, like publish some posts and like it's going to be fine and it's yeah. going to be great. Like how hard can this be?" 
And then, like, a couple months later, I was like, okay. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> my blog. What's happening? How do I run a blog? I basically explain it now as, like, trying to do a job that you weren't trained for and hoping for success. Yeah. So anything that you're, like, that, like, you know, you want it, you need to work at, you need to learn how mm-hmm. to do it first, and then you go out and do it. Yeah. Me, I was just like, I'm going to do it. And yeah. then, now, three years later, um, learning that there's so much more that goes into it, a lot of admin work, a lot of setting up stuff, a lot of technical stuff that I still do not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just so much strategy and work that's put into it that, I didn't realize in the beginning and not that it it didn't, it didn't stop me. I think it just motivated me to kind of like be like, okay, how do I make this work? And then going and making it work. Not like the other way around. We're like, oh my God, there's so much work. Like I'm going to stop now. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it was a learning, it was a learning curve. It still is. It's like every day there's something new to learn. There's always updates. There's always things that you could be doing better. There's always Mm -hmm. things that, you know, like, you know, (laughs) you see, (laughs) you're in the back end of yeah so there's but I guess that's like now that you know that you know it's like kind of easier to manage going forward yeah realizing that it is a business because I think Mm -hmm. so many people don't realize that a blog is a business and there's the admin work and and they just think that it's sitting there typing something and posting pretty pictures oh no it is it is most definitely not (laughs) if only (laughs) if only if only yeah it's and I think once my mindset shifted from oh this is just fun and I'm just a girl who sits at home and bakes all day to I run a full-time business mm-hmm. that's when I actually really realized like oh I can make this work you know now this morning I got like hey it's payday and I got paid for my ad my my ad revenue and so like you Woo-hoo. know what look at that <laughs> that's nice that's took me three awesome. years but you know what I did I it I know you so. did it I'm so <laughs> proud of you that's such a big yeah. a, such a big step especially as a blogger any bloggers know that yeah. when you agree you get ad revenue that's yes. everything that's kind of like a goal for so long that you're chasing yeah when did you realize that it could be a business versus just I don't a way think to share? I, I think I when I started I was like this is going to be my business because I knew that people were successful at it Mm -hmm. but I didn't know the amount of work that went in so I was I always had that like oh I want this to be a business type situation but I didn't treat it like a business because I had never owned a real business before Mm -hmm. so I didn't really understand how much work had to go into it and once I realized all the stuff that I had to do and you know I signed up for like an LLC and then I opened a bake account and it was like all these weird things I'm like who am I what's yeah. happening like I'm doing you know? this <laughs> I'm doing this I have a business <laughs> you need a w9 <laughs> like what what, <laughs> what is it and I'm like no like I'm legit now like yeah. this is a legit thing so yeah it took a little bit of time so you're wanting to build your own website or blog congrats that's amazing take it from me though from lots of errors. I jumped from platform to platform to platform. Just do it right. Get a host. Do it with WordPress. Or you already have one, but you're looking for a new affordable host that also comes highly recommended from top SEO experts. I have the host for you. 
Cloudways. This is the host we use for our website, blog, podcast, and the host we use for our clients as well. It comes highly recommended by some of the top SEO experts in the blogging community for its ease and load times. Cloudways gives you the user freedom to scale and add members with ease. You can choose the provider you want to work with like Amazon Web Services, DigitalOcean, Vulture, Google Cloud Platform, just to name a few really. Cloudways is hosting made simple, fast, and convenient. Simplicity and choice. Worry-free experience. You have control over your application and servers. Performance that scales seriously. Experience enhanced load times for your apps and your website. Like I said, the SEO experts are going crazy for this. And it has transparent pricing. There's seriously pricing plans that work for everyone, whether you're just getting started or you're looking to host something big. Getting started is easy and switching from an existing host is just as easy. To get started, go to thegreatandgracepodcast.com forward slash cloudways. That's thegreatandgracepodcast.com forward slash C-L-O-U-D-W-A-Y-S. Now back to the show. That's been my new bribe too is, okay, if you guys are good for an hour, we'll, you guys can drive in the car with me and we'll go find donuts somewhere. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good bribe. <laughs> it is a good one because we get to get out of the house and they, yeah. get, a, and a, they get a treat. So. That's nice. Our bribe was like, my husband was like, oh, you guys, we're going to go in the car and stop off at my office. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So it funny. <laughs> I know when we went last night as we were driving up the canyon to go take the trailer up, poor Rivers, my four-year-old, he hasn't got out of that house much other than like walks around, but like all we've seen is the neighborhood forever, you yeah. know? And that's where we were driving and we were driving past the fields and you could see the shadow of the trailer in the truck. And he was like, look at the fields, look at the truck, look at the cows. It was like this whole new world. <laughs> poor Rivers. Is oh my God, these poor kids. World. I know. It's really crappy. So, that's funny. So, I guess things changed a lot because you were, I guess, featured on Instagram. Is that what changed a lot of things for you? So I think what happened was, I guess, along with my blog and then pushing a lot of content on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a food magazine called Savor and they have these food blog awards every year. Basically it's like with like a kind of a big thing in the blogging world. Mm -hmm. Um, and every summer they announce that the nominations are open and basically people have to like nominate you to win these, win an award or nominate you like kind of like any other kind of award movie, Mm -hmm. like anything like that. So I remember looking at them like over the past few years and seeing like all the bigger bloggers like being like, you know, nominated and like awarded and it was just like cool. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then uh, two years ago, I got nominated for an award and it was really crazy. Like crazy, straight up, it was straight up crazy. And basically what happens is anybody who gets nominated is taken to on a trip, um, like a three day trip. And then they like take you out for all the places and, um, then they have like an award ceremony, like a legit award wow. ceremony. Um, and it was really fun. We went to Memphis. Um, and my other friend, Carly from Olive and Artisan, she was nominated there also, which was great. And we ended up just like being friends. Like we, we were friends before, but we ended up like sharing a room and having sleepovers. And it was just like so nice to have like, be, like a friend mm-hmm. that I knew already. Yeah. <laughs> we just like got to hang out. Um, and then we both won and it was crazy like she her nominated basically on different categories and she was nominated I think it was best photography and Mm -hmm. then I was best Instagram or something like that and we were both nominated for the reader's choice and it was just like a really validating moment 
for me in that space. And that also kind of gives you some like major street cred right. where you can be like, I want an award and you can charge more money and yeah. you get to plaster it everywhere and kind of use it as like a badge of honor a little bit, which is really I was so humbled and great, grateful for it. So that kind of was very, that kind of changed a lot. Did you have to um, give like an me... acceptance speech? Mm-hmm. You did? Because I can like, yeah. I just, I, I want to go back to Sam being like up on yeah. stage. That's yeah, awesome. They, like, they had like a whole project, like it was literally like an award <laughs> show. They had like a projector and they announced everyone's names and they're like, and the winner is, and then like they said my name and I was like, oh my God. They like zoom in on your <laughs> yeah, face so, to your reaction. Oh, then, yeah. And then like, I had to like go up to the stage and like say thank you. And I was just like, you know, when you work for yourself, like there's no validation. I was like, there's no one telling you you're doing a good job. So like something like this is like really such an accomplishment and it's like means so much and like I think that's pretty much what I said I love Um, it yeah it was it was a really fun it was a really fun time it was really really fun that is neat oh yeah yeah (laughs) it was really awesome that's awesome so that helped catapult your business a lot yes I think it I think it helped a lot with um with my confidence and Mm -hmm. going for more things and putting myself out there and making myself kind of like believe that like I I was as like good as other people saw me but I didn't see it so (laughs) that was very (laughs) yeah it was awesome it was really good and then right after that I got one of my like highest paying jobs ever which was like went on for like six months which was really great then in that time you know I was trying to like think about like other ways that I can kind of like figure out how to like I guess like scale a little bit Mm -hmm. And then I found this mastermind that I um, learned a lot from on how to kind of like create like a scalable business. And I went through that and then launched my own mastermind. So what inspired you to launch your mastermind? Did you just keep getting questions about your um, photography? Yeah. I, you know, what's funny is like when I guess for about a year, no, maybe not. A, yeah. Maybe like a, a little bit about a year after the blog thing happened, you know, cause that like upped my followers a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just like gave me street cred for like all the bigger bloggers to pay attention. Like, Hey, look at these people, you know? And then, so I guess I didn't really think that I was ever going to teach. I honestly didn't. I just thought like, Hey, this is really great. Like I can work for brands. Like I can make recipes. I can take photos for them. I can do all this stuff. This is what I'm going to be doing. Like, and then I'm working on my blog and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people were just like started asking me questions and I was like, okay, like, I guess they're asking me questions, but I literally never thought I would teach. I'm like, who am I to teach? I don't know. Like I yeah. just started doing this a couple years ago. Like who am I to teach? I don't know. And then I guess I like stumbled on this, like, mastermind group that kind of teaches you how to make more money and I saw that there was like a whole area of people who are just like running these like scalable passive income classes and Mm -hmm. you know like online businesses and I was just like well let me see if I could do that like I could do that (laughs) (laughs) and then it turned into this whole thing and like honestly if you told me three years ago that I would be teaching I would have laughed in your face so along with pretty much everything else that's happened to me in the last year did you have a background in photography before you started in blogging? Um, no, I did not have a background in photography, but I, it's funny because 
basically what I've always been like more of like an artsy creative person Mm -hmm. had that like little like creative outlet but it always came out like in different ways and so I guess like this is kind of where it led me to but Mm -hmm. where it all started I guess is like I know this is like something I haven't brought up before but like Mm -hmm. it all like goes around like color so like Mm -hmm. I have literally been obsessed with color my entire life and I didn't realize it until I was 33 years old I literally didn't realize it because I was on talking to somebody actually on um, the food blogger pro podcast and they were like oh wow everything is like you know the way that you talk about color and the way that like your background is um, I used to be a color coordinator and I didn't make this connection for a company where I was um, basically matching the, the fabric swatches to the colors that they were supposed to be. So like a roll of fabric would come in and I would have to take the color swatch and make sure that it was like the red is the right shade of red. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my job for like a year or two years or whatever. Um, and he kind of like pointed it out to me. He's like, yeah, you just like have like always been like surrounded by color. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming together. Somebody else to like point it out to you. And I was just like, Oh my God, you are so right. And yeah. then like, as I started like paying attention and like going back in my brain to like when I was a kid, like what did I like to do? And like going through like, like school and just like thinking about like my life, I was like, Oh my God, it has always been surrounded by color and color. art and creativity. And I'm just like, this is so weird. Yeah, everything's <laughs> like, so weird. And, and like just, and it made sense. And I'm like, Oh my God, this makes so much sense. And then I've just like explored it more. And like, I've been, I've been buying a lot of books and kind of reading into all those things and like everything that I just thought and like had like ideas and theories of in my head that I never really expressed to other people I found in these books and I was like oh my god it's a thing (laughs) yeah I'm not crazy (laughs) so yeah sometimes I guess you don't really find out what what you're all about until like later on you're in your 30s. <laughs> That's okay. Totally. You know? That's okay. Um, I'm just grateful I figured it out now. So that yeah. I can kind of like enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. I obviously enjoyed it before, but didn't ever, didn't realize and didn't realize that I could like push it further. And now mm-hmm. that I can push it further, it's exciting to see um, where it could go, I guess. <laughs> that is exciting. And it's, it's fun to see like, cause it sparks, I know color sparks so much joy for you. It does. It really does. It sparks a lot of joy. And it also calms me down, which is what I've been noticing throughout like this Corona situation. Yeah. Is that like, it's like, I went to Home Depot the other day and you know how you have to walk by like all those paint samples to like, yeah. they have like those massive things. So I looked at it and I was just like, oh my God. It's calming. <laughs> You're going to just like go with a coffee every day to Home Depot and stare at the color swatches. <laughs> it totally calms me down. It's so weird. We have, it's just like the way that I like point out in your life, like we have these really old windows. We bought our house three, four years ago. We have these really old windows that have Mm -hmm. these like prisms in them. And I originally hated them because they were just like outdated looking. But when we moved in, we didn't know this because we didn't know until we moved in. They create these crazy rainbows like Uh. all over my house, like in the morning and like everywhere, like all over the place and so That's like cool. I'll look up one morning and I'll just like look up and there's like a rainbow in my face and I'm just like oh, okay. <laughs> <I love laughs> so that. I'm like okay I feel better now. <laughs> I saw the rainbows 
Oh, good. Yeah. I like that. Really weird. And then, like, it makes sense. I'm like, yes, of course I would buy the house that gives off rainbows. Like, <laughs> like, I get it now. Yeah. You know? It is. It's yeah. always wild how, like, all those little things add up eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that so is, weird. and I don't know if it's just, like, 30s, if that's what happens. Maybe. It all adds up. <laughs> Maybe that's, like, part of turning 30, the gift of figuring out what all your, like, odd little yeah. quirks are, and it makes sense, and you're able to use them. I think a lot of so people feel that way. So colors helped you with your photography. Yes. Um, it plays a huge role in my photography because I like to pay attention to it so that it has the most maximum effect on, I guess, prettiness factor of the mm-hmm. photography that I'm doing. So everything is kind of like very well thought out when I go into shoots or if I'm shooting things based off of color theory. That's like kind of my, my starting point. And then I go from there. So I always think about color first. And mm-hmm. it's funny about that because in pretty much anything that I do I've been noticing that I just think about color first like I get dressed in the morning I'm like what color am I wearing today yeah. pick a pen I'm like what what, what, what color like, what pen am I what color am I picking out today <laughs> like like I picked flowers from my garden what color am I picking out like it literally <laughs> always starts with color and I never notice it that is crazy I love that it sparks so much joy it kind of makes if there's something out there to say as to why that would be interesting I know right? I, I don't know. And it's so funny because like I, a lot of my, my things when I started, like I love to put flowers on cake. So it's like a thing that mm-hmm. I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I never really understood why, like I didn't get it until this year I started planting a garden outside and I have a, like a black thumb. I will legit kill <laughs> like a plastic plant. Like I can kill a plastic plant. Like, I'm serious. like I am so bad. And like this year I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to be great. It's going to be great. And so I bought all these books on, on, um, on flowers and all these things. And then I was like, this is so interesting. And I read all these books and it was like, flowers are so amazing. It's because in nature, like the, the colors are complementary when they come out. Like they are exact complements of each other. And that's why they're so ple- uh, like pleasing. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. Back oh my to God. color. Back. Here we are again. Like, so like subconsciously, I love flowers because it has to do with color. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what else? Like, like, give me more. Like, what else is there? Like, what else am I so into because of it? Yeah. So it just kind of like makes me more conscious of like what mm-hmm. you really like and why you really like it. Yeah. So yeah freaking weird that's awesome it is well I get it because like I was telling you a few months ago and I'm like I'm so over this freaking snow because when it's green outside I'm just like I'm so much happier and that same thing when we were driving yesterday all like all of us were like look how green the fields are it's green because it's so for us it's like we're finally into springtime seeing color for the longest time all we saw was you would hate it like the whites and the yellows and the dead bushes and like (laughs) The joy, it just sucks. It's like watching a movie and it sucks all the color out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So like, I can understand I think, that. Yeah. If I think about living, because I used to live in New York, when I think uh-huh. about the city, I used to work in, in Manhattan. So I used to work in the city Yeah. Um, at that color fabric job that I was telling you about. Yeah. And like, I just remember going in on those like gloomy days with like the slushy snow mm. that's like disgusting and dirty and gray. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my uh-uh. God. You cannot pay me to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing it. I don't blame no, no, you. No, 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 no. Yeah. So when you're baking something and you know you're going to photograph it, are you thinking like, okay, it's this color. What do I want to put by it? That's basically yeah. what you're doing with color. Yeah. 
so like uh, it'll start from the beginning like I have I did a shoot with like these pink chocolate chips Mm -hmm. um, and I specifically baked them on a pink sheet tray that I had because I didn't want to have to risk moving them over Mm -hmm. onto like a different one to take a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes like when it's stuff like that, I'll think about it um, like Mm pre-baking, but if it's not something that like I'm doing like right out of the oven, then the, the process of thinking of how to shoot it starts like with the finished product, I guess. So like a cake after like, obviously the, the cake layer, are going to be different than like after it's frosted and decorated and everything like that so I'll think about it after it's done versus cookies just like coming out of the oven it's like a different kind of shoot what tips do you have for food photographers what's like one good tip you could give to somebody I feel like there are so very many or a couple (laughs) because they all tie together something good for someone that's like just getting started and trying to figure out how to make it all work I definitely think that you do not need the most expensive equipment or the best equipment to take beautiful photos. And I think that's like a really big myth that people think like, Mm. oh, if I just could get my hands on a new camera, if I could just get my hands on the most expensive lens, I could take beautiful photos. And like, that's just like not a thing. And I think a lot of people have that misconception. Um, there's so much you can do with your, with like a beginner camera and a, and a kit lens. And that's how I ran my business for the first year and half and it's really just fear that's push that's keeping you from doing what you want yeah so you don't need that really fancy expensive camera but you do need to learn how to use it so get out of auto mode and learn the (laughs) manual mode and then you'll have more control of your pictures what a great tip I love that it's true no that's good because it is it's always so hard like when you're starting a business and you know this better than anybody it's always feeling like there's always something you have to get or something you have to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes investing in that is you got to pick and choose where you're investing. I, I like that you don't have to yeah. have the highest end of camera. No, you definitely do not. Uh, you definitely, definitely don't. And yeah, there is a lot of investments and a lot of things you have to pay for in the beginning. So it does, it, it does take a toll. If you're on a budget, it does take a toll. And so mm-hmm. like, honestly, you just need, you just need, your your creativity to figure it out not really just your lens hold up have you heard my stomach growling this entire episode (laughs) knowing what amazing recipes sam has and the pictures to go with it to showcase these recipes has me hungry and while i'm not gonna go baking me a cake right now (laughs) i do need to eat i'm gonna go reach for my tried and true my easy meal mountain ops ammo I'm busy and I'm trying to take care of my body, my mind, my gut, and my overall health. And Mountain Ops Ammo does just this. It's formulated with women in mind. It's a low-carb protein for lean muscle build with 19 grams of protein. It's a meal replacement. It helps support weight loss. It has four and a half servings of real fruit and veggies per serving, which I love because mama needs to know that she is taking care of her body properly and getting those in every day. has 10 grams of cold milled flaxseed, great for fiber and omega fatty acids, and... It tastes amazing. My favorite flavors are the lemon poppy seed and I'm loving the chocolate. I put a little bit of my peanut butter powder into it. So easy, so delicious. We love also making them into protein balls or energy bites. Easy to grab and go and enjoy. It's a snack you can feel good about all the time. Mountain Ops has so many incredible supplements that we love in our household, like the Ignite. We love that for the camper, the buggy, going out and about. We love the immune sticks, recovery, the peril. You know I'm living in that windbreaker. I mean, it's camouflage on the top and black on the bottom. Like, if that doesn't say Brittany... I don't know what does. What I love even more about this company is they are just good people. A company with core values, a company worth supporting. 
With each purchase, 2% is given to conservation and they conquer hunger. One meal is prepared for a child in need. To shop our favorites and find your own, plus just support a good company, go to the gritandgracepodcast.com forward slash MTN dash OPS. That's the gritandgracepodcast.com forward slash MTN dash OPS. Now back to the episode. Yeah. Do you have a tip for somebody like trying to get their first sponsorship post or anything like that? Um, yes. So when you do it and you go out and looking for sponsorships and things like that, I think you should always focus on the value that you can give to your client. And, um, you don't really make it about you. You make Mm -hmm. it about them. And like, how can I help you? You're not like going in there being like, Hey, I have 5,000 followers. Like I really yeah. want to work together at the end by it's yeah. like, this is what I can offer for you. Like I, I am a food photographer. I love using your products. Um, I do food photography and recipe photography. Um, you basically are focusing on the value that you can give to them and you make it about them and say like, how can I help spread awareness of this awesome product that I love so much? Not like, Hey, I'm, I'm so special. Look yeah. how many followers I have on Instagram. Like that's not how you do it. Yeah. No. Like, you will yeah. immediately get deleted. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <but> don't do <laughs> that. <laughs> totally. Provide value. I agree. That's awesome. Yeah. How's working and homeschooling and being in quarantine going? Well, let me get my glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 9.45 a.m. <laughs> I'll join you and tell Cody I'm not coming back up. <laughs> Yes. How is it going? So uh, my husband is an essential worker. Mm-hmm. He runs an e-commerce site, so, I mean, e-commerce business. So he is going into work every day and I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old um, in two different schools. So second grade and pre-K. Um, it's going. We have good days and bad days. Um, days where I feel like if I, you know, if I focus on the kids, then I'm not being great at my job and if I focus on my job I'm being a really crap mom mm-hmm. so um yeah I'm just trying to kind of take it one day at a time and not feeling guilty if one of my kids doesn't make a call or like you know sometimes I do have to come first sometimes mm-hmm. my job has to come first <laughs> like and not in an obnoxious way it's just like if my daughter who's in pre-k has a class at one o'clock like it's not going to be detrimental if she misses it because I have a a coaching call or I have a, a job that I'm getting paid for and I have to do like kind of have to like pick and choose. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of trying to like not feel guilty about that. Um, and the screen time is definitely, um, <laughs> definitely like up by 1 million percent. Yeah. But you know, like, I don't know. It's really, it's, it's, it's not going to lie. I'm not going to lie and say it's easy. And I'm not like that Pinterest mom who's like, let's do all the crafts. I'm oh, like, let's do either. this. And like, yeah. let's decorate. And like, let's bake. Like 10, <laughs> I told you 10 out of 10. Do not bake with your children <laughs> if you don't want to go insane. Like why add on that added stress? I know. It. Um, yeah. So it, I don't know. It's a, a day by day and sometimes like an hour by hour situation. Yeah. Probably kind of what you've come to, what's working for you is just giving yourself grace on the fact of you just got to go with the yeah. flow. Kind of like the name of this podcast. I know. Weird. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. flowed right in. Yeah. yeah. Right in. I've been the same way and that's, I went through ups and downs of where I feel like, woohoo, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden it's like crash and burn. And it, it has, and I'm very grateful that I get to work with amazing women, especially like you that are kind of in the same boat. So we're all just kind of like <laughs> reminding yes. each other, like, it's okay. And I've learned too, I think 
And it was hard for me. I don't have to do everything right on the dot. I can have to do's and get them done. But I have a routine, not like a set schedule, a to-do list. Mm -hmm. Cause, and that was hard for me because I think that was what so much of my stress was is like, usually by this time, this time, this time, this time. And that's just completely out the window. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm the same way. I, like, I think that the task switching is also really hard. So like, Mm -hmm. if you're like, you know, trying to work, but then a kid interrupts you and then you're doing that and you come back to your job and you're just like, what was I doing? And so like, Mm -hmm. it kind of like, is hard, you know, do that. But I keep telling myself the same thing, like you just said, like, just because something needs my attention, it doesn't need, mean it needs it right this mm-hmm. second, like what's important right this second. And then I'll come back, back to it when I can, Yeah. because I'm not also that type of person. It's like, Oh, you need something? Like, let me do it right this second. Yeah. But like, I need to calm down. Like, I need <laughs> to calm down. Yeah. Well, we need to calm, calm down. down. <laughs> Time to, to calm, calm down. down. That's how I am too. And it gives me like a lot of stress because I'm the person like if something needs to get done, I want to just knock it off the to-do because it just sits and stares at me and I'm trying to to breathe on that. And that's hard right. for me. Well, but... you are awesome. I mean, oh, thanks. I think you are awesome and you're doing such a good job. You're good. Thanks. I know it's been weird because that's, I was talking, I talked to Chandice and I was telling her it's weird because it's like all this time and like your business is kind of the same way as it's like, we've been building up for so long and now all of a sudden it's taken off in such a weird time for it to take off too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, everything I've wanted is happening, but right, like, right. I don't know how to handle it all because yeah. my schedule is completely shifted. How do yeah, you manage yeah. doing like so many, cause you have a blog plus you have what you do for your photography course. You're doing, you were doing events before all this yeah. show so happened. I kind of feel like I have three full-time jobs, but then I also have a family. So it's kind of like four. <laughs> so I have like the blog. And then the f- I have food photography clients that I'm creating content mm-hmm. for, and then the mastermind. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really I wish I I wish I knew. Honestly, I really wish I knew. I think that there's seasons for each area, mm-hmm. and like I just kind of focus on like what's going to move the me- needle in my business like today, or what are my priorities today? Like, yeah. but then I like to factor in things for myself, like passion projects and things just like that will just like are just for me because mm. when it's always just work 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 you know like you know it's like you can't function at 100% all the time unless you mm-hmm. take breaks so like i have been scheduling in time to do things that are not necessarily like i guess like painting backdrops which is what i was doing this week yeah. and it's it's like not necessarily something that like you know it is for work but like and it doesn't have to be done right now but it's yeah. something that is for me that i want to do and um it's not just like work 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 so yeah. I'm trying to schedule in figuring out what the priorities are, what has to come first. Obviously, anybody who is like paying me or I have invoices due or anything, coaching clients, like they, they come first. And then mm-hmm. kind of like the blog kind of gets like, well, now you're helping me. So it's not nothing like yeah, yeah. if I was doing this alone, my blog would have been abandoned a really long time ago. So, <laughs> so glad the, the way I'm doing it, I should have said this the first way, the way I'm doing it is that you're doing it with me. So that's the only way I'm getting Thanks. anything done is because you helped me. So yeah, I should have said that in the first, the first second you asked me that question. That's <laughs> no, you're good. And I love but, yeah, helping you. I love it. No, and I think I, you're someone that's inspired me too working with because you've kind of always just like and you've said this too like you kind of just launch hard and fast and you kind of adapt as you go and I was kind of like hmm like fuck yeah I'm gonna do that too (laughs) like it's worked well for Sam I might as well 
we'll give it a try. It's not we'll always perfect, it. but no, not always yeah. perfect. But I feel like if I don't push myself to do something, even when I'm not 100% ready, then like mm-hmm. it just doesn't ever happen. Yeah, like totally. I have been working on working, uh-huh. quote unquote, on creating this color food photography course. I have not done one single thing, but it has been on my to do list every single week for the last four weeks. And I have not even started it yet mm. because out of fear that I don't know where to start or how to start or do to start. And then today I told myself, I'm like, you will take 15 minutes mm-hmm. and just put out a small outline and just so you can get your feet wet and you're started a little bit and you don't feel because then that other then I feel that guilt and that frustration that I agreed did yeah you know so I'm just going to take 20 minutes or 15 minutes uh-huh. and just whatever yeah. I can in that time and then just so I can not feel that frustration that I haven't done anything in four weeks I'm going to follow up with you later this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> like how's it going because <laughs> uh, yeah I agree and for me too like starting doing like this podcast it was like always kind of weighing on me and I wanted to do it wanted to do it it kind of always felt like there was a little bit of unfulfillment that was missing Right. Because I wasn't yeah. just jumping in and doing it and, yeah. you know, fixing as I went, I guess, or yeah. improving. There's nothing wrong with improving as you go. Like, no. that's how you started. Everybody, nobody starts with anything perfect. And honestly, I when know. you get like, and that's hard for that, me. like, yeah, it's hard for me too. And like, when you have that gut feeling of something that you just like love, like mm-hmm. for your podcast, like mm-hmm. you're just like, I need to do it. I need to do yeah. it. I need to do it. I don't know where it's going, yeah. but I need to do it. It's just, it needs to happen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I have no freaking, like I have this idea and I keep feeling like tugged that I need to for years, Mm -hmm. but it's like forever. I had no idea, but I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start reaching out to people that I love to have conversations with and I know can impact people and we'll just see where it goes. Well, I didn't even know about this podcast because I was following you on Instagram, but I didn't realize that you started this podcast. And then I went on like a rabbit hole of all your Instagram accounts and like (laughs) all of them. All of my accounts. I thought I knew Brittany. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thanks. I know. I used to, yeah. It's crazy. I have like kind of my personal work because I once started a blog too, and that's kind of how I learned everything right is it's like I might not have done my blog but I learned to help other bloggers yeah so it's like I kind of have that account and then I did spray tans and I did this and now I have a but I know I'm like follow all of them yeah but it's all led like same thing with you it kind of all trickles down to yeah to what you what you've got yeah it takes some time to figure out you know it's you've got to take those steps and like eventually it it lines up yeah totally yeah Yeah. and it helped for every season of my life I actually was always wondering how you knew how to do all the blog stuff so well because I'm just Mm -hmm. like I'm like I don't have to train her she knows what she's doing (laughs) yeah like Wow, look at this. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I started kind of with my blog. And then obviously, like, when I used to work in business, I have like kind of a business background in forecasting and doing funnels and working virtually. And I'm a big learner. So I just love to, like, hmm, how does this work in technology? And I used to do business and marketing, is what I was going to school for at one point. So it all, it all, I love it. Yeah. It's works. I love that the stuff that I literally would pull my hair out and hate doing, you're just like, let me do it. I'm like, yeah. okay, bye. <laughs> like, That's on. great. See ya. <laughs> yeah, like okay. <laughs> What's something that you've been unwinding with, like watching or reading? So, while well, I was doing the tutorial, I read, I watched a tutorial on how to make your own backdrops. Mm. So I've been doing that and, and you have to like, you know, use this like joint compound stuff to yeah. like spread it over. And like, it's very soothing. It's kind of like decorating a cake. And I've never seen that. such colorful, going back to Sam, I, joint no, compound in my life. It's 
so weird. I opened it and I'm like, oh shit, I brought the wrong thing. And it's like, nope, this turns, because basically what you do is you cover it to make the texture and then you paint it on top. And I'm like, how am I going to paint it? It's pink. Like, how am I going to do this? And then I'm like, it's like, it dries away. It I was dries. like, oh my God. Oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Because I was thinking like, wow, that's colorful. She's going like. And I'm like, obviously I'm going to buy the one that starts off pink and not yeah. even that makes sense now now i get it yeah and another thing is like i've just i've just become um, a tiktok person have you done any i did one and you did i'll have to find it oh my god i am that 30 year old person who does not know how to use tiktok uh you and me both oh my god it is so and then i just i'm like i'm gonna get on and see (laughs) how i can use it for business and then the next thing you know i'm watching everybody dance (laughs) i could be on it all day like oh it's bad freaking hilarious so yeah so those are that's what i've been using to unwind because you know what? It's really for a place for like weirdos. And I just really love it. It is. Me too. It's just a weirdo place. And I love it. I'm like, I fit in here. (laughs) Yeah, I totally. (laughs) One day we're going to do that dance. We are. When we finally can get together, we're going to dance in our sweaters. (laughs) And it'll be be so much fun. It will be so amazing. I cannot wait. I can't wait. And I think too, like, depending if you want to be equally as much as like a weirdo on there or if you want to use it for your business I think there's some cool ways to use it for your business I've started to notice yeah some people yeah I heard there's no algorithm yet so like you can like get followers Uh, or like go viral like in in a second but it's it's gonna change oh yeah it's it's like the nature of the game so like you might as well get in on it now before before any of that crap happens it's true (laughs) before a freaking algorithm another algorithm how many do we have now (laughs) too many well sam is there anything you want to leave anybody with where can they find you what do they need uh you could find me at frosting and fettuccine.com i have stuff on there for photography and i have I guess a lot of a bunch of recipes on there. You can find me on Instagram. Yeah, and thank you so much for having me. And I'm so grateful you're for welcome. you, Brittany. You're the best VA ever. Uh, I ever like, people ask like, "How are you doing this?" I'm like, "It's Brittany." Brittany, <laughs> Brittany bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should make my VA website. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> it's so amazing. That would be awesome. It. Ever since I was little, I've always loved the fact that. I can always roll that in. It's Brittany. But yeah. I think yeah. my husband asked me if you say that. I'm like, no, Shamora, she doesn't say that. <laughs> I'm like, but she <laughs> Every once in a while, get a few glasses of wine in me. Oh well, thank God. you for coming on. It means so thank much you. to me, Sam. I, I wish I could it. hang out all day. Like, I, could I know. This, this was good for my soul. That's why I was like, I, I need to talk to Sam. And it was fun to yeah. like get to know you a little better. Yeah. So, now you can fun. understand my weirdness a little no. bit more. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we're a bunch of weirdos together well thank you for taking time out of your day to do this you're so welcome thank you for having me of course if you enjoyed this episode please do not forget to subscribe rate and review it helps us out so much on itunes and we cannot wait to have you back next week